Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about is Warren Buffett overrated? Our previous episode on Warren Buffett was so popular, we had to do another one. So a lot of people, you know, Warren Buffett's what, he's 87 years old. Uh, a lot of people are like, is he past his prime? You know, is, is it over? Is value investing even possible today like it was when Warren Buffett started? I mean, I think those are the big questions. I mean, I personally don't think that he's overrated. Clearly, his track record speaks, uh, you know, for itself. I think the bigger question is, how easy is value investing? And is, you know, are you able to make as much money as Warren has made, um, you know, value investing for yourself? What do you think, Matt? Yeah, that's a great question because I think people look at Warren Buffett and they say, oh, he's a value investor. I'll learn to be a value investor and therefore I'll invest like Warren Buffett. But, you know, if you really look at his track record, I would say every single decade was marked by an extremely different approach to investing. So if you go all the way back, to his early roots of the cigar butts that he picked up and discarded. Um, he, he stopped that mostly once he met Charlie Munger. And then Charlie Munger's big quote, he introduced an idea from Fisher saying, you know, it's better to buy a great company at a good price rather than a, uh, you know, an okay company at a great price. And that was a revolutionary thought that sort of you know, t- intertwine Buffett's first ideas with investing towards, you know, building up these bigger brands in his portfolio. But let's just say, let's just say fast forward a few decades now, the, you know, the movements that he's making with his portfolio is something that no one would ever want to do in their own portfolio if they truly are, you know, starting up as, an, as a value investor. The, the bulk of it being that he has so much capital to work with, and since he has so much to invest, he, has to, he only has a small selection of stocks to pick from. So I, I think as, a, as an early on value investor, there's plenty and tons of opportunity out there for some big gains. And even Warren himself says that if he had a million dollars today, he'd be earning 50% a year. Really? Mm-hmm. So that, wow. So that, some of the of things- Of course that pisses off a lot of people. Yeah. They're like, well, which stocks would you buy? Would you buy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, but it, it is a simple fact that there are statistically a lot fewer companies to invest in now than there were like say 15 years ago you know so i was reading something that there was more companies uh to actually invest in there were more actively traded companies and uh you know to invest in 15 years ago than there are today so in effect there are fewer values out there uh, or fewer sort of undiscovered gems and i think this is one of the biggest you know, critiques and complaints of the ICOs today. You know, ICOs? Yeah, ICOs. No, people basically like, uh, you know, not going public but not having to, oh, okay. you know, do a public yeah, offering, you know, just because people it's don't It's too get expensive to go public these days. And, you know, so if, if you're a smaller company, you know, say an Uber 10 years ago would have probably gone public already, but, you know, they're holding off. But, yeah, I would say, you know, there's, I would say within the uh, the value investing realm that, that Warren um, I, that preaches, I think there's a lot of great advice that's still applicable to everything. So, for example, a big principle he has is if you're going to buy a stock, you know, buy it and don't look back. You know, don't look at the newspaper every day. You know, buy something that you're willing to just never look at again for 10 years. That's the sort of confidence in the business and the management that you want to have. But I think those are good investing principles generally. I mean, a lot of people, you know, you want to buy for the long term. So 
by businesses, by companies that you actually believe in, that you believe have a future, um, as opposed to investing you know, trading in stocks. On the short yeah, term exactly, trading might. in the short term. You know, so don't look for those hot stocks. Look for those, you know, solid foundational businesses that you believe in that you can, you know, own a piece of. Yeah, and I think the the last thing to Warren Buffett that a lot of people just always kind of respect or, or find some value in is just his whole frugal nature to begin with, right? right. He, he you know he bought a house in the '60s that he still lives in. Um, he was driving you know Lincoln Town cars for the longest time. Um, you know he, he's a very modest, humble guy. He would pick up his guests at the airport. Um, you know things like that, and so there's a lot of, to be gained there because if by being frugal, he was able to invest way more. And I know everyone thinks about, you know, what's, what's, what's the, uh, you know, potential of a dollar today? You know, Warren was thinking about that back when he was six, seven, eight years old, right? And so for him, those dollars really added up to be a lot. And that's, it's the case for everybody. And I hope, you know, you get half as high of a return as Warren Buffett. But, you know, that, that was another great principle, too. He would always weigh the current expense with what is that ROI of that investment 10 years from now if I were to take that expense and put it into the stock market or, or into that value stock that I found? Yeah, and I think a good way to end, I mean, he's had, you know, 75 plus years of compounding opportunities. So he's benefited greatly from, from those, those opportunities. And, you know, it's, it's not lost on anyone that he did say, you know, after he passes away, he recommended, you know, to his family members to invest in an index fund. Uh, and that's probably the best, best you're going to get and stick with it. So obviously index funds are, you know, available to all of us and, you know, we're big fans and, you know, we invest in them. So, um, you know, that in a lot of cases will take, will take care of itself over that period. But I think, you know, over any 50, 60 year period, you can probably get rich, you know, as long as you're frugal and you're investing. Um, and maybe not quite as rich as Warren. Yeah. But quite as rich as Warren. I'll, let's just say rich enough. Rich enough. <laughs> yeah. So hope this was helpful. Uh, as always hit us up on Twitter. If you have any questions, we'd love to cover them on the podcast. And we'll chat with you soon. Thanks for listening to millennial money minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag Millennial Money on Twitter or visit MillennialMoneyMinutes.com.